Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey, y'all, back at it again. It's Lex and Hello, everybody. Another Monday. Uh, This one, we're going to tell you how to be manipulative and teach you all the skills I've been learning from a cult classic book called 48 Laws of Power. And we'll just kind of just take a deep dive into that a little bit. But Mm -hmm. first of all, you know, it's it's Monday morning. You just came out of the weekend. Hopefully everybody's feeling not too hungover, not too brain dead. Because isn't that the worst come Monday when you're just like, I don't even think my frontal lobe works anymore. Like, (laughs) yeah, I feel like especially in the summer, too, because like normally in like the wintertime, you might have like an activity. Yeah. But like in the summer, a lot of the stuff that you do are like weekend long affairs. So it's like you don't really get any time to just kind of like decompress or like do productive things. It's all just sort of like, oh, I'm going camping. So I'm like out doing something or I'm, oh, you know, with my friends doing this. And it's just like draining i agree but fun no i agree or it's like you try to jam pack like 10 million things into one day like or one weekend because you're like i want to see all the people and do all the things and it's just yeah it is it's like such a funny trade-off it's such a first world problem when like i know i do this or you see like other of your friends doing this where it's like it's like they're stressed because there's so much fun stuff to do i'm like that is such a funny first world problem because we're all like, i know we're all like oh my god there's not enough time i have to do all this i have to go for patio drinks, I have to go on this, you know, like, it's just, like, yeah. it's LOL worthy. But I think it's a very relatable thing, because as a social butterfly in the, in this, what was this, what would this be called, this day and age, subsequent to COVID, subsequent, I don't even know, we're still in it, so I can't really say subsequent to COVID, because I know there's been influxes in certain places, but yeah, this weird day and age, it's just so funny to me to be, the stuff that is, that pains us, I guess, but... First and foremost, Lex, tell me what you're grateful for. I am grateful for that moment when you get home from a weekend of camping and you get to take that first shower. Oh, yes. When you're like, I'm stinky. I haven't showered in two days, even though two days doesn't really seem like that much. But you're like outside, you're like in the lake. So like you got nasty lake hair, you're kind of smelly because you probably didn't put deodorant on. You're probably uh, peeing in the bush, so there's likely pee on your legs and on exactly. Your pants. I always feel like it feels musty, like gross yeah. down there because yeah. I didn't wipe myself because I was just <laughs> squatting in the bush. Yes. So I always just feel like kind of disgusting and like stinky, and I always just like feel so much more refreshed and like ready to to be more like back into routine human. when I shower. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that way. I feel like. I feel like I look at myself, especially now living with Gerald, and and I like look at myself sometimes, and I'm like, yikes! Like, yeah, right. It's like you're like, why do they like find us attractive yeah. still when we look like literal like, like I feel like boys kind of always just look the same. <laughs> oh hi, Sean. Oh, good boy. He brought her vitamin water. Thank you. Sean brought me vitamin water. A yellow one too. Perfect. Um, bye, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I feel like boys always kind of look the same. Yeah. Like, they can look rough, but, like... It's sometimes like, more they don't wear... when they look rough. Yeah, right? Like, they yeah. don't really, like, do their hair 
really well they do it a little bit but it doesn't look as drastically different as like a girl whose hair is like greasy and like nasty compared to a dude and like they don't have makeup so then like i don't know i just feel like a girl like when she's at her worst looks like such like 180 from when she looks at her best versus a dude that it's like jarring it is yeah exactly (laughs) like especially like say for example like eyebrows or something so subtle where i'm just like yep it can really make or break your face right now and like i just i don't know i was listening to call her daddy and she was talking about that and she was like I had to pencil on eyebrows for weeks. I didn't want my boyfriend to know what I actually look like in real life, you know? And I was like, yeah. that's the fucking truth. I feel like it's, I, I had to say to Gerald, I was like, well, this is, you know, I'm, a, I can't, I'm not hiding anything anymore. So mm-hmm. you can see all the zits and I mean, my breath probably smells awful and I just am probably yuck. So sorry, Gerald, but what can you do? You get what you get. You get what you get. Um, <laughs> But okay, yeah. what's your gratitude moment, Hales? Um, I'm grateful today for a overcasty, gloomy kind of day just because I feel like it get, allowed me the opportunity to just get some stuff done inside the house mm-hmm. without feeling um, without feeling like guilt Guilty. that I'm yeah. Yeah, not enjoying the sun as much as I should. So Yeah, I totally feel you like um because we were away this past weekend with some friends and like I dropped we dropped off Haley and Gerald at their place and uh we were driving home and I said to Sean, I was like, oh, it almost feels like a fall day today. Yeah. Just the vibe of it. Like, it just feels kind of like a cozy, like, fun little change from, like, especially because we've had the heat wave. Mm-hmm. We haven't had any days that have really been, like, cooler. So it's just kind of like a nice little mix. But I know a couple summers ago we had, like, a shitty summer for yeah. weather and it was, like, rainy all summer. So, like, I don't want that. But, like, no, one no. day... in a month is nice (laughs) on a sunday or like yeah or or on a monday or a weekday because like no one like when it's a saturday and it's gloomy and yuck you're like fuck yeah what the hell like i want to have fun and do crazy stuff but i i'm enjoying it today so i'm grateful for that it gave me opportunity to organize my pantry so so that was good um but yeah okay so this book let me just like preface this a little bit this is very interesting so this is author named robert green and the reason i like heard about this is i was listening to another podcast and they actually had him on um and he's written a lot of like cult classic books like people mm-hmm. are just obsessed with his with his novels and apparently this book called for the 48 laws of power is banned in prisons because it's so like it's such a a tool that like actually if you use it, it it can come to fruition like you can accomplish stuff and it's it's very like i I guess what's the word like it is a powerful tool like these laws and it's so intriguing like it's almost like a guide onto how to become powerful in a sense i would like to know if they had like some kind of an incident where somebody like used that book to like harness like their power and like there was like a prison riot or something like i want to know if there was like an incident that triggered that to be a a rule i should look into this because like yeah why would they ban that because actually i all like the kind of i just heard a lot of people in prison were reading it and i think it's it's like kind of teaches you a bit a little bit about manipulation which is kind of fucked up but the author is so interesting because i'm like the way this book like if anybody's read this like it's it's literally like advocating like do whatever you need to do to get wherever you need to be in life so it's like it basically some of the laws are like it's okay to step on people and and I, this author is so intriguing because I'm like, do you believe these things or do you are you writing this because it's a like you know that these are actual tools even if they're not morally correct like it's mm-hmm. so crazy to me, but apparently yeah. it's like, apparently it's like 
has a huge following like apparently celebrities like love this book and there's been so many celebrities who've wanted to turn it into like a series like a tv series and like apparently the most recent one is drake drake's trying to turn it into yeah and then the same author wrote this book called the 50th law with 50 cent like 50 cent wanted him to write wanted to write a book with this guy like it's i did not know about this it's so crazy but I won't obviously say all the 48 laws because, like, it'll get boring and, like, I'm not going to reread the book. But I kind of just want to chat with Lex about some of the laws that I found, like, really intriguing that I feel like are very – I feel like could – you could incorporate them into your life and they could – I don't know. It's cool. So kind of a couple that I've taken note of is um, always conceal your intentions and use smoke screens to disguise your actions – which I feel like is like such an interesting thought because mm-hmm. because I do I I thought about this from like a context of me looking at other people. There's this yeah. girl this girl I follow on Instagram and like she grew up in Edmonton and now she is like always posting like she's hangs out with celebrities and goes on like private jets every weekend and is like f- like living this most luxurious lifestyle and I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like when you're like using these like smoke screens and like concealing what's really going on it just like makes people so intrigued by you and you're you're kind of like who are they what do they do like they yeah she seems like she has such like influence and like power and i'm just like i don't even know what you do or how you got to this position like but like it's so intriguing and i feel like that's such an interesting rule or skill to like incorporate Mm -hmm. if you're wanting to like you know create some mystery around yourself it's funny too because when you first said it i kind of thought of it as the sense of like not to like kind of reveal all your cards sort of yes because in my mind like i'm thinking as an example like i'm the kind of person like i'm a bit of an oversharer Mm-hmm, and same. I think sometimes, and I know other people in my life that are as well, and I think it can bite you in the butt sometimes because you kind of think, like, oh, I got to tell, like, the, all the people in my life, like, every single thing that I'm doing. Like, so I'm just as, like, an example. Like, if you're trying to kind of, like, lose weight or something, and mm-hmm. you're telling, like, everyone, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm on a diet, like, I'm trying to lose weight, like, whatever, you're almost just kind of, like, biting yourself in the ass because then, like, when you, if you don't accomplish it or, like, whatever then you just kind of have like that pressure yeah but if you just sort of like hold that and like don't tell everyone like your intention with every little Mm -hmm. thing and just keep it to yourself then I think that it's almost like easier for you to accomplish in a sense because you're keeping it personal yeah and I think it's such a like it's such a way of taking power back because like in a sense too like it, it makes people I thought about this too where like say you're at a high schoolish reunion ish party or something mm-hmm. you see a bunch of people from high school who aren't actually your friends all they want to know like they just want to know like what are you doing like am i better than you like they want to know what you're doing with your life so then they can compare to be like oh like they don't actually care about you or they just yeah. want to know like oh so and so broke up with that guy like what happened what went wrong yeah. like, they just want to know yeah um and so when you're able to yeah like say less than necessary or kind of keep that smoke screen disguise mm-hmm. it, it's it like people are become obsessed like people want to know what you're doing totally because- well even like you look at social media like you i'm sure like you're the same like you follow certain maybe celebrities or influencers who are really active on instagram and they're constantly giving updates like the, of their day every single day yeah. and you know like everything about their life or like even 
even like a YouTube like vlogger like that daily mm-hmm. vlogs like I don't watch as many now but in a few years ago I was like really into keeping up with certain people and it's just like you do become like obsessed with just like knowing what's going on and yeah. like they're like oh like they'll like kind of tease something to come and like a later like oh there's fun exciting project happening or this thing's happening and you're just like oh my god like just fucking tell us right now like you know like you become obsessive about it so like i totally agree like kind of being a little more aloof even like on social media Mm -hmm. you're holding that that part of your life close to you and it it does give you almost like that upper hand or that sense of power like even today there's a girl um, that I went to like high school with and she posted that she got engaged this past weekend and I was like mm. I didn't even know she had a boyfriend like oh that's awesome for her yeah. but like you know like those people like she didn't share every single little detail about her life yeah like posting every freaking day about her and her partner like whatever and it yeah. just kind of like oh wow like you know what I mean like it it gives you a different perspective yeah. when you're an outsider looking in I think I agree and it almost like adds it's like a it's like a strategy or like a tactic like I just feel like it's such a good way to make it seem like you're mysterious slash like i mean i i don't know cooler than you are i just feel like i I look at girls yeah it's like a celebrity thing too right like when they share little glimpses like on a private jet or something you're so curious you're like how did you get there like how did you what steps did you take to get there in life like i want to know and Mm -hmm. and so it just like adds to the alert makes you makes them seem like larger than life yeah which i think is such a cool thing and i agree too with the another rule like you said was always say less than necessary um uh because i just feel like i'm the same way like i always i i don't think i would change to be not an open book but i think in certain this is this book has made me think of like certain relationships in my life yeah say people that i don't need to be open with because maybe they just want information from me or they or they want to judge me mm-hmm. that i it's like a good strategy to use to be like to definitely say less than necessary because yeah then they have less substance to judge you or to shit talk you on you know yeah or even just like holding back until the time is right type thing like not having to share everything right away doesn't mean that you can never you know share that part but just waiting and not always jumping the gun and like maybe getting like i don't know what what the right like term is but sort of like saying things before they strategical yeah like just saying things or sharing things before you should kind of thing yeah yeah i agree i think it's a very like even I look at people who I agree, like they've, when they do share stuff, they've thought it out and they have like an intention or like they've, you know, and they're not just like word vomiting. Yeah. It, it almost seems like it's a more powerful statement kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So another one that I thought was cool was like, I never really thought about this all that much, but hearing him say this. It's so interesting, but he basically says so much depends on your reputation and it should be like the most important thing that you guard with your freaking life. And I was like, I never really thought about that because I feel like I've always thought that I've had like a good reputation, but I also never put that much thought into like making sure it was like protected, quote unquote, I guess. Yeah. But I think that's such an interesting one too, because I feel like once it's like the cancel culture situation too where it's like you Mm -hmm. have to even put more effort into it now because everything is out there it's so easy for people to like slander your name in a sense oh yeah and that's the thing like one small thing can like really just change i mean if with a lot of people when it comes to reputation it's usually the a lot of little things that build up to be like to ruin your reputation but i think with some people like especially when you look at 
influencers with the cancel culture and stuff like I know like in the YouTube community for example like there's always drama and people getting canceled and all this stuff and like with them it's like one mistake could like cost their whole career yeah literally like yeah it's insane and like and that working in like a the kind of business community of Edmonton even yeah like reputation is so important because the the way that you become successful is through networking and through connections with people so whenever you you know screw somebody over or don't treat somebody correctly you know that's going to get around and you're going to lose opportunity and you're going to lose you know you're going to lose that reputation in the community and it's going to affect your business and a lot of aspects of your life so like I do agree that like reputation is extremely important because you know yeah that's all you really have right like and especially once you've like worked so hard to establish it 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 makes it easier for for like if say someone were to like shit talk your name when you're not there like Mm -hmm. it makes it easier for another individual to be like oh like they know your character like they know that that's not you like you've built that reputation so strongly that that yeah the person can be like oh my god no not at all like that's never been my experience with that person in a sense right like i just think at all costs i was like that's so interesting how like important he said that that was um but yeah okay this one the next one kind of slightly i guess it contradicts what he just said though about reputation but i think that this is so interesting the rule is court attention at all costs so basically like i love this one because i was like this is fucking me but it's like do anything you can to continue to draw attention to yourself like be it's almost like the stay relevant or die like mm-hmm. and i just think that's so interesting like in any aspect of life like i guess it's more prominent in in um like c- celebrity world because yeah you, you i you think know. even in regular person world too though like if you think in like a business sense yeah i guess like i just know a lot of like entrepreneurs in you know my life so for me like to stay relevant it's like you you need to like be in the community and doing things and be involved right like oh you're gonna do this person's doing a talk Mm -hmm. at this event or this person's doing this webinar or this person you know is involved in this charity event or this person's you know like just staying relevant by like being a part of the community and what you're doing like I think that's super important and in like a regular person sense like if you're you know obviously as like a celebrity or whatever like people do crazy things to kind of stay relevant yeah but i think even in a regular person sense like i don't think it necessarily has to contradict that first point because that's like sharing aspects of your life but this is just sort of like being present in in different scenarios where there's going to be like eyes looking at you i guess yeah i definitely agree i think it's always something like i don't know i think it's agreed definitely in the business aspect like always staying around and relevant because i think things just change and move so quick but i just love that because even like sometimes his examples are just kind of crazy like he's like if it has to be a scandal fucking do the scandal just stay relevant like i was just like <laughs> that's so funny like yeah I don't know. I well i even good. think too like when you think about like in your friend group for example like everyone likes a little bit of gossip everybody likes the little scandal yeah and so i think when it's like oh my god did you hear like so-and-so broke up with this person like it's it 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 draws attention to that person and maybe not even in a negative way like it just kind of helps you like keep tabs on people Mm -hmm. i guess so you're not just like forgotten like it it keeps you memorable 
Yes. I guess and, is the and word. That's, yes. That's kind of what he said too. Like in this book, it almost makes it seem like, like they're talking to somebody who has like a lot of enemies. And mm-hmm. I think that's so funny, but I, I don't really think I have much enemies, but it, there is some people obviously like when you go through life, there's going to be people you don't like and that don't like you. Yeah. And it's almost satisfying to like, a, like draw attention so that those people kind of know what you're up to yeah. and just kind of be like, look at, I am slaying life. Like pay it, you know, like I'm glad you were watching from the sidelines in a sense. Yeah. So it's, it's, I think it's that too, where it's like, I mean, Hey, if they're talking about you, it's still good attention. Like I feel like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. celebrities always say that but i think that's a good one too um this one i think is i would love to incorporate this a bit more into my life because sometimes i i when i argue i say stuff i haven't really had like any big arguments in the past like while but like sometimes i take it too far and maybe say things that are too mean um but it says win through your actions never through your argu- arguments so like in a sense of like be strategic strategic instead of arguing and saying everything out loud like I hate this when you do this or or getting in a big argument it's almost like it's almost like pulling the silent treatment is more powerful than yelling and arguing right when you do an action when you like I'm not going to go to that event because I don't like how you treated me or something like that or mm-hmm. or an action is a lot more powerful. Yeah, almost like showing people like this is the repercussions of yeah. what you're doing to me. So like yeah, like you said like if let's say for example like somebody was like being a giant like your friend is throwing like an event or a party but mm-hmm. they're being like super I don't know, let's say as an example it's a wedding and yeah. they're being like a total bridezilla and you're in the wedding party and they're being demanding and like rude and mm-hmm. just like a total bitch and you just say like I'm I'm pulling out like I'm not going to be in the bridal party anymore. Yeah. Like that is, is more powerful than you just like talking shit behind their back or like just having an argument with them or whatever yeah. the case may be. Like that's going to be like giving them a better wake up call to be like oh shit like I have been acting like a brat. Yeah. And even if you think about it, when somebody, like, say you're in a relationship or something and they start acting differently, you're more, like, likely to be, like, oh, God, is some is everything okay? Like, you're, like, racking yeah. your brain to be, like, what, did I do something? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I just feel, like, I love that so much where, like, it, it, again, goes into that, like, mystery where you're not really saying. So mm-hmm. people are, like, oh, God, what's, what's happening? Like, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I know, like, even as a smaller scale example to kind of, like reiterate the point like for example you're in a relationship and you live with your boyfriend let's say and he always leaves his clothes on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> relatable um but let's say that that's an issue with your relationship and you're constantly nagging him and you're constantly picking up after him and doing his laundry for him and you get mm-hmm. so annoyed it's more it's going to be more beneficial for you if you just stop picking up his clothes and stop talking about it and just yeah. leave all his dirty clothes everywhere. And then soon he's going to be like, oh, God, I have, like, a massive mountain of clothes. Yeah. Because, like, you you just stopped doing it for him and stopped being a nag about it. Mm-hmm. And then it, I think that's more powerful because of the action that you took. No, I definitely agree. I feel like um, – I also feel like in past situations where I had – get like, any time – I have gotten into like an argument in a sense and where I feel like I blew up on somebody. I always feel like I've lost control in the situation mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm like, Bleh! and they're probably like, okay, whoa, you yeah. know? And whereas if I'm, 
if I'm, yeah, if I do an action, if I stop doing something or I intentionally, it's like more thought out and I feel like I'm in control. Whereas yeah. like having a yelling match where I just say something and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I think so. it's also one of those things too, where when you do something, it's going to make that other person start to think about it more so. And yeah. then maybe they're going to bring it up to you and be like, hey, like they will, it'll, I think it'll help them to realize the issue mm-hmm. sooner and also on their own terms as well. Yeah. So they can understand it better. Because if you just tell them, like, hey, you're being this way, mm-hmm. it, you know, they're going to be like, oh, what? Like, I am? Because yeah. they haven't realized that for themselves. Like, they need yeah. to realize it for themselves, too. So Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's a, a very interesting one. Um, okay, this one's good, too. I think this is funny. But basically, learn to keep people dependent on you. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the idea. I thought of it in, like, career sense, too, where, like, if you're specializing enough, if you're providing value to people, friends, family, relationship, work, like you're harder to get rid of and you have yeah. a bit more power, right? Like it's. Mm-hmm. it's I think just, Sean put himself in that situation for sure yeah. at his job. Like he just became that person that people could always depend on to problem solve and to figure things out. And I, I think that helped him a lot when it came to negotiating certain things in his career because he put himself in that situation and. I think, yeah, yeah, like, even in, like, relationships, like, people always say to women, like, oh, you don't want to have to depend on your man, like, you want to be able to be self-sufficient, I think that's so true, like, I think that when there's certain women that, you know, they don't work, they don't have any education, they don't, which, I mean, like, everyone's different, whatever, but I just think that, you know, if something were to happen, like, you have no, no power or no hold, kind of, like, he could just drop you, but, you know, if, let's say, you both bought a house together and you're both financially dependent on each other. If something mm-hmm. happens in your relationship, you're going to work harder to fix it if there's an issue than you would yeah. if there, if it, it was not that way. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, I think it's a very good applicable law just because, yeah, like mm-hmm. a lot of times, I don't know. I just, I think it applies in so many senses, like you said, like relationship or work. And I just think it's a very good strategy move that doesn't really like hurt anybody to Mm-mm. because you're kind of it's a beneficial move where the person depending on you is they're getting that whatever you're giving yeah, yeah exactly so i don't think i don't think it's a ma- manipulative malicious power move but it's very interesting i was like mm-hmm. i like that one a lot um another one this one kind of makes me lol but it's so fucking true where it says the law literally says, keep others in suspended terror, Cul- cultivate an air, <laughs> cultivate an air of unpredictability. Because when people don't know what you're going to do, they just can't, they can't, they just like shut down. And so they use like the context of, um, it was like some sort of, I think it was like a chess match. Like he uses a lot of historical references. Yeah. And it was like a chess match where the one opponent, he ha- always like studied his opponent and like what they did so he could like figure out patterns of what was going to happen and so the other guy his name is bob bobby fisher i guess i don't know famous guy he basically made like he it made it he made himself seem crazy like he would show up late to this match and like it was just like so unpredictable that it literally caused the other chess player to like lose it like he was like there's there's something going on here like and it made him look crazy in the end because he was like, the chairs are, there's, you know, they're spying on me, like something's going on. And so I think the unpredictability makes people crazy. Like, 
even I thought about this in like my the context of like my last relationship he was so unpredictable and it drove me fucking nuts and I Mm -hmm. it made me it made me like even try so much harder and he had so much power over me yeah and so I think that that's so interesting how if you just but then I'm like I don't know how to be unpredictable (laughs) yeah I know I I feel like I'm a very predictable person I think even just there's in small scale things too like let's say you're Mm -hmm. a business owner kind of going back to that example just like doing something outside of the box that people wouldn't expect yeah in your business it's like oh wow like you know they did this thing like it can be small things I think um and and you think of celebrities like too like I I feel like Beyonce has done this where she tells no one and then she just like drops an album randomly and you're just like that was just like out of left field and then but then it makes it seem like you're just like like all this you know speculations around it almost is kind of like a power she has to be like I'm gonna just do whatever I want to do and Mm -hmm. then I just drop it on you and it has like all I don't know I just think it's such an interesting tactic that I guess they all kind of play in together because the less you say to people the less predictable you are but Mm -hmm. another law that I liked um so basically it was saying do not build fortresses to protect yourself isolation is dangerous and because basically like when you cut yourself off from everybody um it just basically says you lose contact with your sources of power and your knowledge of what is going on better to circulate among people find allies mingle you are shielded from your enemies by the crowd so in a sense like i feel like people when you're having conflict and confrontation and and negative things happening in your life mm-hmm. it can be it can be easy to just be like well fuck people i don't want to deal with anybody like i just I'm going to do what I want to do on my own. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's so essential that you, like, I think it is powerful to build that support system, you know? Yeah. So no, I, I totally cool agree. Law. I think also even just being choosy too with like the type of people that you decide to let in. Like, I think letting people into your life is really important, but also kind of keeping that exclusivity Okay, so then another law that I found very interesting was know who you're dealing with. Do not offend the wrong person. So I feel like this is like a very interesting tool where I feel like I kind of use this a lot. It's kind of like being a bit of a kiss ass in the sense of figuring out how each person ticks. Mm -hmm. And and so they kind of use the concept of like when you become, say you have like somebody who's teaching you a skill and then you start to succeed at that skill, you never want to, like, show that you outpassed or you out-succeeded the master because that will really offend that person. Like, it's almost like you want to learn how you can stroke people's egos, in a sense, mm-hmm. um, and learn, I guess, how to always be the individual with the power in the relationship. Like, what's going to make them tick? Kind of mm-hmm. what's going to... What pisses them off or how are you going to avoid it's that kind of thing? so funny because, like, as we're going through, like, these different things, I can totally see how all of these rules could be related to, like, being in prison. Yes, right? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, you're like, oh, like, act crazy because no one's going to mess with the crazy guy. Like, never yeah. be, don't isolate yourself. Like, have friends so that you have, like, a support system and, like, backup yes. if you need it. And then, like, yeah, I don't know. It's just so funny. Like, as you're going through these, like, it it makes sense <laughs> yeah it does eh but it's so mm-hmm. funny how it's so applicable to like every aspect of life yeah yeah you know i think it's so interesting but 
I think that's a huge one. I just think in life, like, that's such a good a good skill to oh, always yeah. carry with you. I think I those are, like, like, the people that really can get the most success in their life or the people that know how to read people and how, like you said, to see what makes somebody tick. And then, yeah. you know, like, that's, like, if, for example, there's somebody who loves having their ego stroked, then, like, you know, okay, that person wants, like, I'm going to stroke that person's ego, like, kiss their ass a little bit that's Mm going to, like, help further my relationship with that person. Where on the flip side, you might have somebody else who's just, like, very real and, like, they can see through bullshit. And for them, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, that person would more appreciate my honesty and, you know, my openness because they can see through the bullshit. So, like, with that person, like, I need to be more real and raw with them. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think that's – it's such a good life skill to just – for anybody to have. Um, Another one that I thought was funny, and this is, like, for both of us – but it says plan all the way to the end. It just says that planning is everything. The ending is everything. It is the end of the action that determines who gets the glory, the money, the prize. Your conclusion must be crystal clear and you must keep it constantly in mind. It says by planning to the end, you will not be overwhelmed by circumstances and you will know when to stop, what next move to make, um, and and continuing on your path. So mm-hmm. I think that's a very... Everybody also, too, when you have a plan of action, you always feel more in control slash, like, a bit more, like, in power in the situation, I think, is a huge one, too. Because when you feel, like, out of control and, and when you don't have a plan of action, it's easy to get lost in the mix and and not feel like you're in control of the situation, which I feel like is not a good feeling. Yeah. I also just think it gives you, like, a purpose for, like, why you're doing yeah. something, too. No, I definitely agree. Like, with... With work, you know, like, you're like, okay, I want to become the CEO of this company or, like, that's your final goal. So then, like, everything you do is sort of, like, you know, you know what you're working towards yeah. type thing. No, I definitely agree. Or, like, for example, if you're, like, oh, like, my, I want to be, even in, like, a relationship, if you're, like, oh, like, I want to be, like, married and I want to have kids. Like, I want to have mm-hmm. a family. Then you know when you're dating people or you're you know pursuing a new relationship it's like that's my goal like that's what i that's what the end result is so then if things aren't aligning with that end result and you can yeah. you know and then it helps you make decisions you have stuff. more power over the situation and more control of what's going on yeah no i definitely agree so the last one i think is good is make your accomplishments seem effortless so i feel like it's kind of shitty because it plays into the deceit of social media in a sense of like of like you look at somebody and you only see like the the snapshot of like the successes and exciting things in their life but in a sense it totally does make you seem more alluring because even I know I'll look at people's social medias and be like how does she like have a booty like that or how does she have like how is she getting on a private airplane or how is she how did she pass her CPA and she looks like such a cool girl like I don't know I think it just makes it like makes you so much more mysterious and makes people so much more intrigued by you um even though it is kind of shitty in a sense to it it creates false expectations of what real life should be in a sense too but i also think it kind of goes back to that um earlier one about not showing all your cards or whatever it was like not sharing everything because i think kind of looking at it again sort of from a business or career standpoint like you got yourself to a certain position, but if you just, like, t- 
told everybody, like, this is the exact steps yeah. that I took to get here, then it's like, Kayla, then anyone can do it yeah. that has a work ethic yeah. and a brain. Like, you kind of have to hold some things, you know, to, to yourself. yourself. Yeah. Because otherwise it's like, you know, that's the keys to the castle, right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to give that to just everybody. So no, I, I think it is important to kind of to kind of keep some of those things to yourself. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I think it's like, it's such an interesting book and such an interesting just thought processes because as I'm like listening to it, it's kind of like they'll say things and I'll be like, oh man, I could totally use that in a real life situation, in a work situation, in a dating situation. Like there's so many in a prison situation, like so many <laughs> applicable tools in it. Yeah. So, and I never thought it was so funny. Like I didn't, I could, at first didn't know if I was going to like it or not. I was like, this seems a bit strange. Like seems very manipulative, but the more I get into it, the more I'm like, this is very intriguing. Like it's mm-hmm. a good book. I think you just have to like not take everything so literally. Like yeah. if someone was to follow these rules, like so strictly, they might, like, yeah. yeah, I think you could become like a crazy person, but like, I think just kind of, like, thinking about it in more of a general sense and saying, like, okay, how could I apply this to certain aspects of my life yeah. in, you know, a not a crazy, like, super strict way, yeah. but just kind of introduce certain tools ideas into your life, yeah. Or if you're in, like, a weird situation, like, there's a girl, like, you're, with, yeah, I don't know, there's a family situation and you're, like, I need to gain back power in this situation. Like, here's some tools on how to how to start thinking about how to do it yeah feel more powerful in yourself i think that's a cool thing he wrote he's written some other interesting books that i want to read like the ones called the art of seduction i know he seems like a very interesting guy so i think it's it's cool i'll i'll um post what the book looks like this week so everybody can take a peek but if anybody has has read it let me know and 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 tell me what your favorite laws are slash like if you also, I don't know, if you've tried any of them or if you think it's reasonable or you think that we're all going to just be manipulative. I don't know. But but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed and we will keep the ball rolling. Enjoy your Monday and mm-hmm. we'll chat with you soon. See you guys next week. Bye.